Hi, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to the Noir and Note podcast. Disclaimer, none of the comments or opinions expressed in this podcast are meant to trigger, offend, or discredit anyone from any race, gender, creed, or sexual orientation. This podcast is primarily focused on sharing my personal thoughts and experiences with a few dashes of comic relief. Thank you. Dudes, ghouls, gals, non-binaries, and everything in between. My name is Janine, and you're listening to Noir Nope. I hope you're having a fabulous Sunday and had a pleasant week so far. Um, yeah, I hope you all are doing good. The weather here in New York City has been absolutely crazy, mostly rainy. Just rain out of nowhere. They'll say it, it's going to rain today maybe like an afternoon and then it rains all day i mean i know it's april that's to be expected but it's just like bruh and i low-key like the rain i don't know what it is about the rain it's just kind of real calming and soothing even like right before it rains that like really dark overcast that it gives i don't know why i like that so much maybe because i'm dark and rainy and gloomy (laughs) And I see that environment, I'm just like, I feel home. <laughs> but it's been a lot in terms of the rain. But again, it's April, it's to be expected. Uh, so yeah, topics of discussion. People still tell about this Oscar slap child. Now Will's banned from the Oscars. I mean, child, do it really even matter? I mean, it's the Oscars, like... It's just a kudos award at if you really think about it. It's just a little it's a pat on the back, but it's like a trophy version of a pat on the back. You go to the Oscars, it's like a big party. You get some, I guess, good food. I heard the food there was not good, low-key. I hear those like gift bags or whatever they be given. Those are sweet. But the food is trash. I mean, that's what I hear. I have never been to the Oscars, nor do I have any plans to. Can't act, can't sing, can't dance. Pretty talented, pretty talentless. Excuse me. Uh, so I don't, I don't foresee that in my future. But that's just word on the curb, wasn't it? I don't think it was the Oscars. It was another award show where Tiffany Haddish like had chicken in her purse or something like that. It was tacky as shit. Um. But speaking of Tiffany Haddish, somebody tried to try her about her designer gown on the red carpet, calling it a costume. Oh, you did a little costume change? First of all, it's not a costume. <laughs> she checked her real quick. I don't know if y'all noticed, but sometimes it's real subtle. If you're not listening and if you're not paying attention, sometimes the Wahite tribe, you know what I'm talking about, the translucent Americans trying to keep it peachy here you know who you know who i'm talking about they come at people of color or black people and they just say some real sly shit and then you have to catch them you gotta she was real classy about it she gave her a a friendly read let's let's call it that (laughs) and yeah so shout out to her for that although i'm not a big fan of tiffany haddish in the very brief moment i met her very brief she wasn't really 
I don't, I wouldn't say she wasn't nice. I would just say she was just kind of standoffish. Let's put it that way. Who cares? I don't find her to be funny, but I thought that was a funny moment. Anywho, Will Smith is allegedly banned from the Oscars. And like I said, he shouldn't really give a fuck about that. He's Will Smith. He's already very much an accomplished actor. He's paid his dues. Okay, great. Now he doesn't have to go and buy a stupid looking suit to sit around and see other people get awards and maybe he'll get one during the process, but he doesn't have to worry about that anymore. What really kills me is people... I'm seeing it I'm seeing a lot of men I don't know what's going on in the past couple of years but a lot of y'all men are exhibiting a lot of female characteristics and I don't like the word female because it denounces women to their reproductive organs and stuff like that but I'm speaking in regards to I should say feminine men in the last few years have been exhibiting a lot of feminine traits and this whole slap and shit that's happening it's funny how everybody is coming after no one's really checking on chris has anyone sent him like an edible arrangement or something to make sure he's cool no they haven't no one has said poor chris no one has checked up on homeboy make sure you know but I just think it's weird that people are just like, Will and Jada. And yes, Will's the, the slapper and Chris is the slappy. But I'm not really here for the public hang, hanging excuse me, of Jada. She literally did nothing wrong. She was just sitting there. She was the literal butt of the joke. And there are men crawling out of their caves, standing on some type of milk crate which doubles as a love seat to them because they don't they can't afford furniture saying all this vile disgusting misogynoir things towards her and i'm like am i going crazy am i the crazy person no i can't be the crazy person because she did nothing she was literally just sitting there during her award show and people were trying to convince other people she is the problem you know, and it's all stemmed from that whole August Alcina thing because allegedly people were not keeping their ear to the curb and didn't realize that they had a whole open ass marriage, bruh. And the only difference between Will and Jada is the fact that Will has been able to keep his shit on the low for the longest. And Jada was only forced to come out with that bullshit when August got his little feelings hurt for some strange reason. I don't know. I don't know why he came out with with that information. We didn't ask for it. But then they did the Red Table Talk, Will and Jada, and then Will was looking real emotional about it. Uh, and then now they have just been waiting. Just waiting with bated breath, salivating at the mouth to get at Jada on something. And they just wiggle their way into this. It's like, are you fucking dumb? only person that committed the slap was will and yes he's getting his you know he's getting backlash to say the least but 
what does Jada have to do with it? I understand that he did it essentially in her honor, which is like a whole different conversation that I'm about to get into. But this this has nothing to do with her in the sense that she wasn't the person that hit him. Hold on. I'm going to take a drink of water. Hold on. Okay. This has nothing. This is not her fight <clears throat> from a physical standpoint. This is not her fight. She wasn't even in the fight. She was a spectator of the fight. So what happened? Um, and back to that, like, you know, the whole keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. A couple of things. And then I'm going to wrap this up because I'm sure y'all don't want to talk about this all day long because it's been two weeks, right? Uh, one thing, this whole defending a woman's honor type of thing yeah i'm not saying that people shouldn't do it i'm saying let's say i'm with my spouse and someone is trying to physically harm me then come to my honor if they pop shit and stuff like that yeah you can pop shit back but you know don't don't let it go to the point of you being the first person to initiate physical contact or physical violence because then it's gonna get iffy you're gonna get in jail and as your significant other i don't want to see you in jail because you did something for me you know i don't want to see you in jail because you were trying to defend my honor and it escalated to a point where you were the initiator of violence i don't want that i don't want my loved ones or anything to go ending up in jail because of me when they didn't have to. Now, if someone's trying to hurt me, like physically hurt me, yeah, throw down. Put them paws on them. You put them hands and feet on them. You know what I'm saying? And I'll get into that shit too. We'll both fuck somebody up. But I'm saying, don't let it get, don't get physical first. I was always taught that you're not the one to hit first, but you will definitely be the person to hit last, if you know what I mean. But yeah, that's one thing. You guys out there, that's not chivalry, you know. Um, that shit is stuff that teenage girls would think is cool and honorable. When you get to a level of maturity, when you're a grown-ass woman, you're like, I don't want to see you hurt. I don't want to see you in jail. I want to see you in a predicament where lawyers have to be involved and you end up incarcerated. That doesn't make us feel good you know that's a that's a what do you call it an emotionally immature individual would think that's okay um but yeah that's one thing um the other thing what the hell was the other thing oh so will said keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth now let's dissect that just a teensy wincy bit okay so from my standpoint, and this is just me, you know, thinking what I'm thinking. This sounds like, the way he said it, it sounds like he gave Chris a warning beforehand. Like, he said some sly shit about Jada before in mixed company, or maybe when Jada was around, and Will was around, and Will was like, yo, you need to chill. Or a couple of award shows back, I forgot what year. Um, Chris Rock was hosting and he said something about the Oscars so white I don't know if y'all remember that whole 
campaign where a lot of people were being nominated for the Oscars and they just happened to be people who weren't of color or the majority of the people were white let's just put it that way and Jada decided that she was going to boycott the Oscars because of that and then Chris came on hosting the Oscars and said how are you going to boycott how are you going to hate from outside the club you can't even get in he basically said that and that was a joke that I'm pretty sure Will did not appreciate and he probably came at him because they are good friends or they were he probably came at him on some listen bruh like we've been friends for how many years and you're gonna joke about my wife standing up for something like don't do that don't do that and apparently this is again this is me giving my own spin on it what what I think happened I feel like Will gave him a warning years ago and was like yo chill chill on my wife bruh chill on my wife and he didn't listen I feel like this was a long time of coming. I don't think this is something that was just random because at the end of the day, I don't think Will Smith would just come up and slap him off of one joke. This has like been boiling over and I feel like it's probably in terms of it's, it's Chris and then it's a whole bunch of other stuff that Will probably had to deal with, with people clowning his wife and the entanglement thing and all other jazz. That's what I think. Low key. Um, speaking of award shows, that's all I had to say about that. But speaking of award shows, what was the one that just passed the Grammys? Hold on, child, because I don't be watching the award shows, but I came home one night and it was on the TV because my mom was watching it. And let's see. Yeah, it was the Grammys. It was the third, hosted by Trevor Noah. Um, first and foremost, I'm probably in the minority here when I say I do not like Trevor Noah (laughs) I find him to be painfully corny like painfully you know how you're watching something and you get secondhand embarrassment that's what happens every time I watch Trevor Noah I did think his joke about um Silk Sonic was funny when he was interviewing them and he was just asking Anderson Pock questions and then Anderson Pock was like yo me and Bruno be doing a lot me and Bruno be doing a lot of you know stuff together and he says yeah we don't talk about Bruno and (laughs) the way he slipped that in I thought that was super cute but yeah um as a whole I am not a big fan of Trevor Noah you know what it is it's him being like painfully corny and I feel like a lot of times he says one thing that's pro-black and then does some I don't want to say non-pro-black things when he had that whole what's that girl's name that blonde Republican that everybody hates with Tommy Lasagna y'all know who I'm talking about um he had on a show and then he like clowned her a little bit but then after the show he took her out to dinner because there's photos of it and then he tried to play it off on some oh no it was a bunch of us we were all just bruh why are you even entertaining shorty she's a vile human being she is insanely racist like covert racist she hasn't gone out of her way to say the n-word or anything like that but you know she's a functioning racist that's what i call them and you out here taking her out to dinner 
Like, bro, if you wanted to smash, <laughs> just say that. You, I would have been, I would have respected him more if he was like, yo. And this is not something that he would say because that's not his lex. That's not his lex- lexicon. He doesn't speak in that manner. If he would have said something like, yo, listen, I just. I took out the gen- dinner because I was just trying to smash, bro. Because, you know, she's cute. You know, I just wanted to, you know, get in there. I would have been like, I wouldn't have liked it. <laughs> but I would have I said, oh, okay, well, that makes sense. But then you try to play it off on some blah, blah, blah. And then he ended up dating, what is that girl's name? She dated a couple of people. She dated, um... Derek Jeter back in the day she dated um that black guy with the light eyes from Grey's Anatomy Jesse something something if you know you know he ended up dating her or is currently dating her I don't know let me see if I can google her because this have been around and that no shade because all she bagging is men with money so if you're gonna give it up give it up to somebody who can afford it but Hold on, let me see if I can Google it. Google it. Minka Kelly, that's her name. Um, all about Minka Kelly. Trevor Noah's back on girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, whatever. I'm not reading that. Anyway, yeah, Minka Kelly, who has dated a few guys. She seems to be into black men, or I should say biracial, because Trevor Noah, that Jesse kid and Derek Jeter back in the day yeah she she seems to like her coffee with a little cream in it if you know what I mean um so yeah apparently he's dating her now so I'm just like ugh just ugh just ugh <laughs> I don't know it just he doesn't I don't I don't get the appeal I also don't give, get the appeal of Olivia Rodrigo. I mean, she's a cute girl. Um, she has bops for the kids. But she's not my cup of tea. But then again... <clears throat> oh, excuse me. <laughs> Almost burped. What? Anyways, not my cup of tea. But then again, if you have enough cups of tea in your life, you know when it's good quality. Shout out to Cat Black. I know I'm going in different directions here, but Cat Black said the best thing a long time ago when she was referring to herself and people not liking her or something like that. And she said, I know I'm not everybody's cup of tea, but I brewed enough cups to know that it's still quality. Bruh, love that quote. Shout out to her. But yeah, that's what I'm saying about Olivia Rodrigo. Um, she might not be my cup of tea, but she is still of quality to the people who consume that type of tea. Um, and oh my god, oh my god. Shout out to Jasmine Sullivan. When I tell you Jasmine Sullivan is so underrated in the fact that she walked out with two awards, I believe, was magical. First of all, she looked fly as fuck. That suit, those sunglasses that she said she couldn't see in that ponytail just snatched up on top of her head oh girl giving black girl magic no doubt but it's just like hotels which is her um last album is so iconic jasmine Sullivan in general just has a great voice and i'm just 
I just hate when people don't recognize it. Not just Jasmine Sullivan's voice, but just people who have such great talents and are amazing at what they do and people just not picking it picking it up. I don't understand. I feel the same I felt the same way about Coco Jones. Very talented girl. She's on the new Bel Air, which I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. First season is wrapped, so I'll probably find a way to watch that on my, in my spare time. Um, who else do I feel? I feel like a lot of the people that I mentioned or are going to mention are black women. Surprise, surprise. Underappreciated, but filled with so much talent. It's crazy. Um, so Coco Jones is one of them. Um, who is it? Justine Skye. Talented as fuck. Everything she puts out is just absolute gold. Shout out to, I believe she's a Virgo too. Shout out to my Virgos out there who are listening. Um, who else was it? I want to say Normani, but I feel like Normani is just like, eh, she's talented. Don't get me wrong. I'm not talking about her talent. I'm talking about the fact that she does work hard. She's a great dancer, a great performer. I don't know if, if it's her team or she's losing, I guess, momentum. No, I don't want to say momentum losing I guess interest in just putting out work because she always says my album's coming soon my album's coming soon my album's coming soon and we're like girl we've been waiting come on we ain't got all day and yeah so those are just some of the few people that I think are so talented but so underrated uh, I feel like for a minute, she's picking up, but I felt like for a minute, Bia was underrated. And I was confused because, and no one to take this the wrong way, I was confused because a lot of people in the industry would consider her a preference in terms of because Bia is half Puerto Rican and half Italian I believe she's from Boston I know that but she's technically she ain't black let's put it this way she's a woman of color um at least half of her is but I always loved her rapping voice it just really is smooth and I always thought she was pretty talented on the mic, you know what I'm saying? All, all her rhymes seem to, you know, be bops. And then she did that song with Nicki. It kind of, like most of Nicki's songs, it got popular for like a week and then it just ended up not doing anything. Um, but Nicki's known for that. She'll do a quick little bag for <laughs> for a little bit and then all of a sudden you won't hear from her but you know that's her but I feel like Bia is she's on up and up she had that song with Russell that was real popular and even some of her songs she had a song or has a song here's another woman that I think is underappreciated Seven Streeter if you don't know who Seven Streeter is beautiful voice beautiful girl look her up body is amazing god i need to go to the gym because <laughs> a lot of these girls are just snatched out of just like crazy bruh um anywho seven streeter and bia have a song 
and that is a popping song. I love it. It's just love it. I love R and B, bro. It's my favorite genre. I can listen to R and B for the rest of my life and be happy. But yeah, yeah, a lot of underrated individuals. Um, Jack Hart. Keeping with the award show that I only saw like a half an hour of, if that. Jack Harlow, I love him. I don't know what it is about Jack Harlow. He's just smooth with it. He's just real. There is nothing like a smooth white boy. <laughs> like a white boy who's just not like overly geeked or dorky or goofy. Just a real cool, calm, and collective, smooth talking white boy. Just saying. Um,. But I love I love Jack Harlow, um, and he performed with my um future ex husband Lil Nas X. Who oh my God! Speaking of black people with banging bodies, Lil Nas X's body is just amazing. He's a handsome guy. I don't care what anybody says. I think he's super handsome. But his body, ooh. <laughs> But yeah, he put on a great performance. And you know who else put on a good performance? And I don't think a lot of people was feeling it because I think he is, he's not old, but I feel like the people that appreciated his music were not in attendance at this particular award show, Nas. Nas performed. Um, I don't understand why Nas continues to be fine as fuck. Like homeboy is what, in his late 40s, early 50s, which is again, not old. But he's been in the game for a real long time and you would think that someone who's been in the game for a minute you know they might you know age a little bit but no still fine as fuck uh he has that pharrell disease which is not even a di- can you call it a disease that's a blessing that's what that is <laughs> but yeah he performed he looked great that's is there anything else I saw on the Grammys that was worthwhile? I think those were the only two things. And then I just got annoyed by Trevor Noah. And then I just just went in my bedroom and just chilled. Um, But yeah. That seemed cute. I don't know why award shows are still a thing. To be perfectly honest with you. Like. What do y'all need to recommend? You know what they ban award shows. Or like get rid of them in total make things completely virtual virtually online and i don't mean streaming i mean let people the people us people vote let it be like um is it congress uh i'm so bad at like politics and stuff like that but um you know how you when you vote for a president or a mayor or something like that actually the president i don't think the mayor has to go through but the, when you vote for the president they take the people's vote and then the vote from congress um y'all know what i'm talking about but anyways it should be half and half it should be based on how popular the song was and on votes from you know us the people the consumers the the fans essentially that's what i think should happen low-key 
and then you just mail <laughs> you mail the freaking award to the artist that's what i think it's never gonna happen because at the end of the day these award shows are pretty much just for marketing for publicity advertisers would not make any money if award shows just went kaput it's all about the money every every single thing out here is money driven and corruption corporate corruption that's all it is that is all it is uh but yeah that's about it um so that's in terms of i guess um what's going on in today's world and current affairs and topics that's all that really struck my interest low-key um so that's basically it i'm gonna pop in a couple of more human interest stories that are geared towards particular topics so that's gonna be on the next not podcast but the next segment of this podcast so stay tuned and thank you for listening So initially, it was only showing me the New York Post um, in terms of where to get this story. Thank God I found it on the Daily News because the New York Post is trash. We all know that. If you're from New York, you know the New York Post is garbage. I could be having explosive diarrhea and in the middle of the street. And if the only option to clean myself and wipe my ass were the New York Post, I would walk around and shit filled pants that's how bad the new york post is but moving on um this story sparked my interest because new york continues to act as if it's a simulation and it's freaking me out a little bit you know what i'm saying it's just people are getting crazier and crazier and weirder and weirder um to make a long story short excuse me i was trapped in a fucking subway for a half an hour under the tunnel um, somebody started screaming in the next car, finally got out, was a half an hour, one hour late for work, and damn near tripped over a dead rat that was the size of a small toddler while I was coming out of the subway near the turnstile. So I uh, was not, <laughs> that was the first time I lived in New York City my whole life. That's the first time that I've ever been trapped under the tunnel in a subway ever. And it freaked me the fuck out. I had a mild panic attack. Then I realized I had packed my snack and my my beverage in my bag. So God forbid if anything happened, I did have something to munch on. But I say that to say New York is continuously freaking me out. To the point I'm like, where else can I live that's just as cool as New York? There's nowhere as cool as New York, but yeah. Anyways, I'm rambling. Do you do you remember the story I did ages ago? I feel like it was like almost six months ago, give or take, about the guy in Queens who decided to climb up a tree and never come down. He eventually came down, but he was having some mental health crisis or something like that, but Anyways, apparently Manhattan had its own version of a tree man, but he was not called tree man. 
he is called Squirrel Man. And Squirrel Man is apparently a legend around those parts of Riverbank State Park. Did they say Riverbank State Park? I'm pretty sure they said Riverbank. It looks like Riverbank from the pictures. Actually, no. No, I don't think it's Riverbank. I think it's Riverside Drive. That's what it is. I know there was a river something. Or the, no, it is Riverbank State Park. Don't listen to me. I'm a stupid bitch. Okay, so long story short, there's this guy. They call him Squirrel Man. He has apparently made his home a tree for however long it's been. Uh, I'm going to get into the article for a minute, but I was just like, why is this man like a neighborhood legend? And I'm just hearing about him probably because I don't live in that neighborhood. But you know what I'm saying? There are people walking around here all the time doing weird shit. And I, I'm pretty sure I know about most of it. But anyways, let's get into the article. The article is titled, Homeless Man Living in Tree Attacks New York Post Reporter and Photographer. NYPD says, well, good. As long as no one was hurt. New York Post Reporter and Photographer, they don't count. Anyways. A 44-year-old homeless man living in a tree in an upper Manhattan park was arrested Monday. This was actually posted in March, so not this past Monday. Um, was arrested Monday morning after attacking a reporter and photographer for the New York Post, police said. Rarewell Altunaga broke off a tree branch in Riverbank State Park on the Hudson River and threw it at the reporter, hitting him in the head, police said. He then climbed down from the tree and allegedly knocked the camera out of the photographer's hand. The man has been the subject of at least two stories, reporting he's lived in the tree for months. Altunaga was charged with criminal mischief and assault. The, poor, the post reporter did not immediately respond to an email. The City Department of Homeless Services vowed Sunday to clean up the section of Riverbank State Park. Wow. I'm saying wow because I was literally reading this story and then it just buffers. What is wrong with the internet? Anyways, the Department of Homeless Services vowed Sunday to clean up the section of Riverbank State Park where Altunaga was apparently living in a makeshift abode high up in a tree photos from the scene monday shows parks department working parks department workers chainsawing the base of the tree the man used for his home the confrontation comes after mayor adams announcement that the city will begin dismantling homeless encampments around the city so that um concludes the article pretty short pretty sweet um, so here's the thing. That man wasn't bothering anybody, was he? Was he, if he was a homeless person that was attacking people randomly, and I mean, technically he did with the cameraman and the reporter, but they were clearly there for the sole purpose of reporting a story about him. And at the end of the day, this homeless man just wanted to chill and live his life in a tree or live his life in an abode that he felt was the safest 
and people were infringing on that and trying to make it a story and a spectacle. When it comes to homelessness, I've never been homeless homeless. I've lived in the shelter, but not on the street homeless. When it comes to homelessness, there's going to be a lot of people who try to bank off it, who try to, what's the word I'm looking for? They'll pat themselves on the back for like reporting on it and doing the Lord's work of, speaking of Lord's work is Palm Sunday, y'all. Happy Palm Sunday. Anyways, they'll do the the Lord's or they want to pretend they're doing the Lord's work by posting stories about this and, you know, getting the word out and blah, 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 and do, do, do. I already know what the post be on. The post is some bullshit. It's a bullshit ass newspaper. So I really doubt that they rolled up there with good intentions and a big heart. They basically wanted to use this man for a story and listen, I'm not saying they got what was coming to them, but I will say when you try to kind of make homelessness a period piece or a fluff story or human interest story, and you don't have anything to back it up, like resources for the homeless person, money for the homeless person, food for the homeless person, then you need to sit in a lazy boy and fall the fuck back. You need to make like a lazy boy chair and fall the fuck back. You know what I'm saying? You need to be like those clocks during a certain time of the year. Fall the fuck back. It's, it's giving very elitist very it's just making my skin crawl low-key like you are really out here trying to make a story about a homeless man for what for what what was the reason what was the reason bitch in my cardi b voice i don't get it i don't know why y'all just instead of actually Oh, I don't know, trying to solve homelessness by utilizing some type of funds. I know probably the New York Post don't got a lot of funds because again, trash, trash, trash newspaper. Um, but come on now. This was super unnecessary. I don't think he should have attacked them though. I'm not saying that they deserve to be attacked. I'm saying reprioritize your life and stop trying to make these puff pieces about homeless people and you're not even doing anything to help them directly. Obviously, no one wants to live in a tree. I'm sure there are animals that want to live in a tree, but as a human who is living in the most metropolitan city in the world where people fucking live in high rises and eat caviar for breakfast and shit. I'm not one of those people, but you know what I mean? There's a lot of money in these streets. I sincerely doubt that he wants to live in a tree, but this was probably like his only option. Shelters are dangerous, low key. The wait list for housing is fucking ridiculous. And that's including the projects or whatever. And living on the streets is also dangerous, even though this tree is on the street, technically. It's in a park, but you know what I mean. But 
sleeping on a bench is dangerous. You can get shot, you can get hurt, you can get assaulted, whether it be physically or sexually. It ain't, it ain't safe, okay? So he found some place that was enclosed that was partially safe. No one really knew about him, but you know, a couple of people snitched. <laughs> people couldn't leave this man alone and let him live in his little house tree. Um, you know, his little studio apartment up in the sky. They didn't want to let him live there because why? Because I'm pretty sure this, if, if this reporter was doing any type of justice, they would have posted in the story that this man, if he was, was a nuisance to the neighborhood. He was attacking people. He was robbing people. He was doing whatever, but it doesn't say that in the article. So if he wasn't bothering anybody, why the fuck are y'all bothering him? I just don't get it. I don't, I don't understand how people are marketing off of homelessness. It's, it's disgusting, low key. But yeah, that was just my story because I thought it was weird. I've never heard of this before in my life. Never heard of this man. Didn't know he was this, such a local legend, but yeah. Y'all gotta do better. Y'all gotta do better. Y'all sitting here making a, a story about this man who attacked them as opposed to trying to help him or utilize, even if he doesn't need help. Let's, let's go on the other side of the coin for one moment. There's a lot of homeless people who have the, the resources to not be homeless anymore, but they don't want to, I guess, not follow a certain set of rules. Like, shelters have rules a lot of the good i put good in quotation marks a lot of the good shelters or the more reputable ones have rules because you can't just go in and out you can't you know do what you want let's say he's one of those devil not devils <laughs> one of those people who goes against the grain he's a black sheep so to speak and he doesn't live by any set of rules, nor does he want to live by any set of rules. Let's say he wants to live in his tree. Okay. Let's say this is his dream home. What would be the reason to bother him if this is his dream home? I guess it's not something you can do in the, it's a state park. So you, I guess you can't live in the state park. They probably have their own set of rules or something like that. But still, I don't know. Even if this, like I was saying, even if this guy was somebody who didn't want to live in an apartment or whatever, why not just, did you even offer? Did you even talk to the dude and be like, is this what you want, bro? Is this the type of life you want to live? Is this it? Is this it? But yeah, that was just my two cents about the story. Um, Yeah, hopefully we'll have another New York is a new Florida story sometime soon until next time i'll speak to you and i guess see you then i ain't gonna see y'all you know what i mean that concludes this week's episode of noir and nope feel free to check me out next week where we talk about more random news entertainment and just general interest stuff for your pleasure Until next week, guys, take care of yourself and others. Bye.